Welcome to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Here's your host, Casey Bubba and Scott Bogman. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Pre-Snap Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on the old Twitter there at Line Star App and at Line Star NFL. And most importantly, Download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Everything you need in the palm of your hands to build your winning DFS lineups. We're here for our first of three episodes to get you ready for the Week 14 action. Your normal picks and bets segment going over the entire slate, minus four teams, because the Dolphins and three other teams are on by this week. <laughs> and um, three other teams. Yeah, right. you can find me on Twitter, have VD and check my co as always, on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how we doing? I'm doing great. Looking forward to my Thursday night game. We'll get to that on the showdown and start with it here in the betting, of course. But uh, looking forward to that. And what I always love about a Steelers primetime game means I can watch Red Zone all day on Sunday. It's my favorite part about it. So uh, excited to watch all the festivities. A little sad that we have no Jonathan Taylor this week. No, uh, can't watch him score more touchdowns in the Jets offense. So I saw I saw a very, very good NFBC player, like prolifically good NFBC player, make a joke tweet that said, I feel like I'm inclined to still have to start Jonathan Taylor this week out of respect for what he's <laughs> done for my lineups the entire season to get me where I am today. Well, if you have him versus like Gio Bernard, you might as well. You know yeah. what I mean? Not like it matters for some of these other backs. You might not get like minus two for a fumble, so you're good. Brutal. Yeah, it is brutal this week for yeah, sure. It's not good. Not good at all. But what is good is bets. We both went eight and six against the spread. We could not hit the over-under to save our lives, so that was fun. Another fun, fun week in the books there. But your best bet took things home last week with the Miami Dolphins and my mm-hmm. best bet of the Niners. Not so much. So <laughs> fun stuff in that one. But we'll try to do it again for everybody this week. Obviously, it's a weekly tradition. We're going to record this for you. We're going to preview stuff. But there's so much news still to come. Like Keenan Allen's on the COVID IL, but he's back, so he could play. Now Mike Williams is on the COVID IL. Mark Ingram's on the COVID IL. I didn't even see Mike Williams. That, that must yeah, have just that happened. happened this afternoon. Ugh. It's just a domino effect. Like So it means it's probably in the wide receiver room in yeah. <laughs> with the Chargers, which makes things interesting. So it's just a lot's going to change. So just keep that in mind when we're talking here. It's more of a preview with our picks and our bets. But one thing that will not change is Thursday night football. Pittsburgh at the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota minus three over under 43 and a half. Minnesota coming off the worst loss of the entire football season. Facing the Pittsburgh Steelers who even Bogman didn't trust last week. And I did. And they were out right. So what do you got? Well, look, this is a tough game to pick. This is the team that lost to the Lions and the team that tied the Lions, right? Um, mm-hmm. I think in this game, this is uh, thinking with my head and not with my heart, uh, is if TJ Watt gets to Kirk Cousins, we're going to see bad Kirk Cousins. So that's my thought process, in it, thought process in this game, and I don't think it really needs to go deeper than that. I mean, obviously... Uh, the Steelers secondary is bad. Justin Jefferson is good, but there's no Adam Thielen. So you have bracket coverage on Jefferson pretty much the whole game. Conklin probably going to get open. Maybe KJ Osborne uh, gets open. You know, I, I think that uh, I think that Pittsburgh is back on the right track, which probably means they'll lose this game by 30. But uh, I'm going to take Pittsburgh. I'm also going to take the under in this game. I, I, and that is mainly to fade the public because the public is overwhelmingly on the overside. So give me Pittsburgh in the under. Yeah, this feels like it's a primetime Kurt game. So we know how that usually goes, right? 
Not good. Not good. But at home in Minnesota is a big deal. You got that skull. It's a loud place. Even Aaron Rodgers said it's one of the louder places he's ever played football at. And he's played everywhere. Um, I like that's a prime time game. They're going to get up for it too. The the fans are for sure. It's going to be awesome. Osborne will take over for Thielen just fine. I'm not worried about that a ton. You got Conklin. You got Jefferson. You got Madison. I'm going to Vikings in this one. I think they get the job done. They cover at home. And I like the over a lot. I, I, I like it a lot. I know it's very public, but um, I like both teams to put up 20-plus points in this game. So give me Minnesota. Give me the over. As neither team can play much defense in the passing game. Baltimore at Cleveland. Cleveland minus 2.5, over under 42. We talked about it on Monday's or Tuesday's show. Um, Cleveland played Baltimore. By week, gets Baltimore again. So not fair to Baltimore. What do you got in this one? Uh, yeah, I'm going to play Cleveland uh, in this game. Uh, I think Baltimore... You know, we talked about just the overwhelming amount of IR players that they have is unbelievable for this team. I'm actually surprised that they've been able to keep it going uh, this long this season. So give me Cleveland coming off the bye, you know, in this another team, you know, most teams depend on their quarterback, but this is all going to be what's going on with Baker Mayfield, right? Is he healthy enough? Can he play? What's the deal? So um now I'm going to go Cleveland. Uh, 42 is a good number in this game. You know, this is AFC North. It's in Cleveland. Give me the under with the weather. So uh, I just, I don't trust a lot of what's going on uh, with either of these offenses right now. So give me Cleveland and give me the under. Yep. We're a lot of the same page. I got Cleveland taking this one down as well. Ugly game. The rest is going to help them a ton. The injuries to Baltimore are going to keep adding up. Uh, Cleveland have just enough. Chubb can run wild, I think. So give me Cleveland to cover this game, but I like the under as well as, uh, as beat up as Baltimore is, as inconsistent as Cleveland's offense is, there's just a lot of messes there. So give me Cleveland. Give me the under on a very fun, as you said, AFC North battle. Dallas at Washington. We got Dallas minus four over under 48. Do we get which deck do we get? And did we get Heineke continuing to do some fun things and some big matchups? Um. OK, so. Washington has been so good since they're by. And it's hard not to buy what they're selling right now. They have been outstanding. Um, I still think Dallas is just a better team. So I'm going to take Dallas on the road. Um, I'm going to take the, I'm going to take the under in this game as well, just because Washington's defense has been playing well. So this is a little hedging, right? I'm going to take the under, which probably moves more towards Washington, but I'm going to take Dallas to win this game by the four points. Even, you know, we have Zeke is less than 100%. Tony Pollard didn't practice on Wednesday. Um, there's missing pieces of this offense. But Washington's bad on the back end. And I, th- I think Dallas is a team to expose them. So I think that uh, CeeDee Lamb probably has a big day. I like Dalton Schultz in this game as well. Uh, Amari Cooper back off the COVID list and healthy. So, um, you know, I, I, like, I like what's going on here with Dallas, and I will take them. Yeah, Dallas should uh, bounce back in a big way offensively. Everyone's on Washington, which surprised me a lot because I like Washington coming into this game as well. But I'm going to jump on Dallas. I'm with you. This is one of those games like they're getting healthy. Looks like a good spot for them. And I'm going to take the under as well just because I think it's close for a while. Dallas will want to run the ball enough, and Washington's going to run it a ton as much as they can until Dallas takes too big of a lead, basically. So, yeah, give me Dallas, give me the under, and I'm not like I'm in love with it. And the fact we keep picking the same plays is not great. Um, Las Vegas Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs minus nine and a half, over under 48. And these Chiefs just, it's unbelievably tilting. Yeah, it is. Uh, 
it is frustrating to to watch the Chiefs right now. The offense just isn't right. You know, uh, the defense has been playing well, but the offense just is not on the, the right page here. Nine and a half is a solid number. I took the Raiders last week, though, and they let me down. Oh, God, I hate this game. Uh, let, let me just say straight out, I ain't betting this game at all. Unless, like, COVID runs through one of these locker rooms in the next couple days or something, there is just no way I can bet it. So I'll go ahead and take ugh, I'll take the Chiefs at home. Uh, I'll take the over in this game, too, uh, just thinking that maybe, maybe Vegas gets right and Kansas City gets right on defense, meaning they play bad defense, because I think we expect that more from them. Uh, and that's actually been propping them up. So give me Casey and give me the over. That's a whole lot of maybes in this football game. Um, these teams, it's it's bad football lately. They've been winning, but it's so it's good football, bad for what we want to see. Let's put it that way. I'm taking Las Vegas to cover this one. I don't think Kansas City's got ten point victories in them right now. It's not their their style. I hope I'm wrong because I need Mahomes to Kelsey to do something for my fantasy teams. Like any day now, would be great. But um, I lost the team because of those losers. You know, dude, uh, Mahomes I'm and having, Kelsey just crushed me. Yeah, I'm having one of my worst seasons because of that, and I have two on the bench just scoring multiple, like massive points over <laughs> Mahomes each week. It's so much fun. Um, so give me Las Vegas. This one, and give me the under. I think it's another game similar to last week, where it's just low scoring and boring, and Casey comes out with a W yet again. Seattle at Houston. Seattle minus seven and a half. Over under forty one and a half. The Fighting Davis Mills. Uh, look, um, it's Tyrod. I think it's Tyrod. Well, actually, no, they haven't announced yet. So. Yeah. That they, they have said, we're not sure who's going to start. Who cares? Give me Seattle in this game. I know they just lost Jamal Adams for the year, and that's a tough blow. But Houston has packed it in. We even saw their GM when asked about Cully returning noncommittal. So that's not a great sign for your first-year head coach. You know, you go out and you get David Cully over some big names, over guys like Biennemi, right? And uh, now you st- you won't commit to him. That's pretty dicey, in my opinion. So uh, I'm going to take Seattle here. I'm also going to take the over because I just think, you know, if Russ is even 75%, they're going to put up 30. So we're not going to ask Houston to do too much here. Maybe two touchdowns. Maybe it's even more uh, than 30 for um, for Seattle. So, you know, what you want here is a 35-7 game, and that gets you your over and Seattle wins. So give me Seattle in the over. Yeah, it's an interesting one because Seattle should do whatever they want, but their defense is atrocious right now. It's really bad, but Houston's really bad. So yeah. what do we get? Like, if it's Tyrod, I could see them putting up some points. Davis Mills doesn't put up Jack. Like, it's right. He had the one game against New England that shocked us all. Like, what the heck just happened there? Otherwise, it's just horrible. Like, I've already picked Seattle up as my defensive streamer in a lot of weeks. <laughs> um, so that probably means that Houston's going to score a lot. Give me Seattle on the over. I, I kind of want to take Houston in this game, but give me Seattle on the over. It's a, an interesting one that I would not put money on. Put it that way. Jacksonville at Tennessee. Tennessee minus nine over under 44. All right. So, number one, do not bet this game. I uh, You don't want to watch it. You don't want to have your fantasy players in it. You don't really want to be a part of this game. Now, there's good options for fantasy, and we'll get into that tomorrow when we talk about uh, DFS, but in this game, you don't want to bet Tennessee minus nine, and you don't want to bet Jacksonville to cover ever. So don't mess with it is number one. But what I think in this game is going to happen is that Tennessee had their bye week, and 
the offense without Derrick Henry is not working. So what do you need to do, bub? Got to change it. Got to change the offense. You got to rely on your boy, Ryan Tannehill way more. You got to get him uh, some deep throws to start. I think in this game, you need to throw to run, which should lend towards Tennessee putting up uh, points specifically early. So I'm going to take Tennessee and I'm going to take the over this one. Even the public is having a hard time picking one team or the other. It's like 50, 50 more teams, uh, more people rolling towards the under because of what we've seen from both of these offenses recently. But I think we forget about how bad these defenses are, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Jacksonville, not good on offense, but Tennessee also not putting pressure on quarterbacks, uh, not doing a lot outside of Jeffrey Simmons up the middle. So I'll take the over in this game and I will also take Tennessee. I think Ryan Tannehill's the star of this one. He's going to have to be, otherwise it ain't covering. That's for sure. Uh, I'm going to take Jacksonville. Okay. And I don't like it at all. But give me Jacksonville plus nine because I think it's just two bad football teams. I'll take the I'll take the points in this one. It's a bad game. And I'll take the over as well because I agree that both defenses are atrocious and they should run into some some weird scores. Like you're gonna see some busted plays in this game. So give me Jacksonville, give me the over. Don't like it at all. New Orleans at the New York Jets, New Orleans minus five and a half, over under 43 and a half. Yeah, look, um, I'm going to take Taysom Hill, even with his weird mallet finger and all that nonsense, or Trevor Simeon. doesn't really matter. The Jets are bad. Uh, I think that's the bottom line. Uh, Gardner Minshew carved them up last week. So uh, I'm not trying to be too insulting, but come on. Gardner Minshew carved them up, right? So um, I think Taysom Hill can own them. And really, I think the Jets are going to have a hard time scoring because for all of the – all of the roughness that we've had for the Saints. And even Cam Jordan's on the COVID list right now. He may not play in this game. But Marcus Davenport, specifically over the last month, has been one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. And I think we've seen Zach Wilson gets rattled. He throws picks. He doesn't look great. So I think it's pretty easy in this game. I'm going to take the Saints, and I'm going to take the under because I don't think the Jets are going to score many points. So uh, Tevin Coleman and concussion protocol right now. Corey Davis out for the year. Um, it looks like uh, Elijah Moore has a quad right now. Who's catching footballs? Jameson Crowder and Ryan Griffin. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's going to be many. Uh, there, there's going to be very few opportunities for New York to score in this game unless we get some magic Mike White nonsense here i, I gotta go with the saints and go with the under yeah i'll take saints kamara coming back should help a ton in this game i know usually kamara hill thing doesn't work out too well but they don't have a lot of choices right now so um i like new orleans as well man i want to go over just because Taysom could do some things against this jets defense give me the over give me the over in this one don't love over. it give me the over in this game as Taysom could pull some stuff like he pulled last week and you never know. You might throw a pick six and a score a touchdown. You know how well that worked out for you. So, um, yeah, give me New Orleans. Give me the over in this one. Atlanta at Carolina. Carolina minus two and a half over under 42 and a half. Two of the worst teams in football facing off. Yeah, you know, we talked about this on uh, Tuesday, right, Bob? It was, uh, look, there's a lot of good matchups this week and a lot of these matchups right here. Atlanta and Carolina is one of them. Um oh. Give me Carolina coming off a bye in this game and give me the over because uh, Atlanta doesn't play great defense. So I will take Carolina. I think they dominate most of this game. I want them to get most of this over. They only have to win by, you know, uh, a field goal to push this too. So 24-21 gets you there. 
I think this is kind of the game. It might be who has the ball last, all that nonsense. So uh, give me Carolina, give me the over. Hate it. And Carolina off the bye week. We've seen the Falcons put up some decent performances, but not close things out. Uh, Carolina's defense is also a little better, not great. So I'm with you. Give me Carolina in this one, but give me the over. I think both these teams put on a little track meet. I guess it's a sneakier, could be totally wrong, but in tournaments, it could be a sneaky DFS play. So we'll talk about that on, on uh, thir- uh, Friday's show, as we talked about. But um, yeah, give me Carolina, give me the over in a, in, a, in a rough one. Detroit at Denver, Denver minus eight over under 42. Den- you know, Detroit just wins a game and they're still don't even, not even within a touchdown. Yeah, well, look, and here's the thing. I'm going to take Denver in this game, and I don't like big lines, and I also don't like uh, – we love taking uh, Detroit. Detroit's been fantastic against the spread. I believe they're like 9-4 and four against the spread this year. They're a good team, maybe 8-4, and four, somewhere in that neighborhood. But um, this shouldn't happen in the NFL, and you and I have talked about this. This is a college thing that happens. It's a letdown spot. You have a big emotional victory. You know, uh, you mentioned Dan Campbell and his press conference was absolutely amazing after that game. It's the win that they've been waiting for all year. It took them down to the last second to get it. You know, they had an opportunity to beat Pittsburgh and they blew it, right? They tied. So uh, they they beat uh, Minnesota. It's the win that they've been looking for all year long. Now they have to go travel on the road against a team that plays pretty good defense against the pass in Denver. And DeAndre Swift probably still not likely in this game. It's a huge emotional dump, and now you have to go to play at altitude. I hate Denver this year. I specifically don't like what Teddy Bridgewater has been doing at the quarterback position for them, especially when he throws pick sixes and his lack of effort during those tackles. Uh, but So I'm going to take Denver at home in this game. I'm also going to go with the over because 42 – some of these lines are just too low this week. A lot, so, of low uh, ones. a lot of low ones. And it's getting cold, which is understandable. You know, harder to score. Teams uh, are beat up. <laughs> yeah, teams are beat up and all that stuff. But a lot of time that will lend towards bigger plays like we saw Damian Harris have on Monday night. That game obviously went under more because of the wind than the cold. Mm-hmm. But give me Denver and give me the over. Yeah, this sucks because the public's heavy Detroit. I'm going on Detroit. I'm sticking with our boys. You might not trust the cycle anymore, but I do. But um yeah, I'm gonna go with the fighting Dan Campbell's. I am worried about golf and cold weather. That's always fun, but um, give me Detroit in this game just because I don't trust Teddy basically to, to win by more than a touchdown in this one. And I'm gonna take the under as well. I think it's just a low game. They want a lot of Williams on both sides, Javante and Jamal. Uh, just run the ball, run the ball, limit what the quarterbacks have to do. Give me Detroit. Give me the under in a rather boring football game. Giants at the Los Angeles Chargers. Looks like we might not get Jake Fromm anymore. This is a shame. Glennon might be cleared to good to go. We'll see. <laughs> Keep an eye on that. So you either get the neck or you get from either way. Chargers, baby. Chargers minus 10 and a half over under 44 and a half. Yeah, I mean, this line, man, 10 and a half is enormous. And I'm going to take I'm going to take the Giants. I, I just uh, it's not that I like the Giants. It's that I don't like this number for the Chargers. Ten and a half points. I know they're at home and the Giants have to go across the country and all that stuff. They still can't stop the run, though. So I think the Giants are going to turn this into an ugly-looking game. I think they're going to run the ball with Saquon and Booker. You're going to see a lot of both of them, you would think, in this game. Um, no idea who is going to end up playing wide receiver for them, but I do think they'll keep it within 10.5. So I'll take the Giants. Oh, God. Uh, the number's so good here. I'll go with the... I'll go with the over just because I'm not, I'm trusting the giants because I don't trust the Chargers defense. So give me the giants and the over. 
Yeah, that's a tricky one. Um, the Chargers on paper should just beat the snot out of these guys, like destroy them like the Dolphins did. But the Chargers, like but they the love thing. to make those games close and then win or lose going away. You know, the Chargers, uh, they're so inconsistent. They're right. so inconsistent. Like the bat, like they play to their opponents is what it comes down to. I think, I think there was a stat uh, and forgive me. I, I know it's, uh, you know, it's late in the season. My brain is mush right now, but uh, somebody said that there have been more outright wins by underdogs this season already than there ever has been. So uh, it's just, there's so much parity now in any given Sunday and all that, you know, so that's, that's why with a big spread, I lend towards taking the, the dog. You know. I could see that. I could see that. And I am going to take the Giants. I've been taking the dogs most off, more often than not in these scenarios, and it's been working. But I'm not confident in this one, but I'm not confident in the, uh, the Chargers either. So it's kind of a tough one. I'm going to take the under, though. Give me the under in this game. I think it's just an ugly, ugly football game. It should be like Giants in the over, probably. That's what it should be. But uh, give me Giants in the under, and we'll see what happens. Uh, Niners at the Bengals. Bengals minus one over under 48 and a half. Man, these last four games are fantastic. I yep. love all of them. Uh, this is a really going to be a really, really fun game to watch. Um, uh, I'm going to take the Niners. I just think the Niners are rolling right now. They've been playing some good football. Uh, Cincinnati just lost. Joe Mixon didn't practice on Wednesday. Um, I, I, this all really depends on how healthy Joe Burrow is because he had the pinky thing. Is that something that's going to swell up and make it more difficult for him? Is it going to be, you know, he's playing, but it's painful. Is it going to be, nah, it's fine. It was just hurt on Sunday. We're not sure quite yet. Um, uh, T Higgins didn't practice today with an ankle injury. They had some injuries in the secondary. I know Mike Hilton left uh, or uh, not Hilton. Awuzie left a little bit early as well. We've had unbelievably inconsistent play out of Jesse Bates, the safety for uh, the Bengals too. So for me, you know, Debo is a maybe. I know Eli Mitchell also in concussion protocol, but I think he'll be cleared and ready to play. So I'm going to take the Niners. I'm also going to take the under in this game, and I hate it because the public is hammering the under. But I think with Debo a maybe, Higgins a maybe, Mixon a maybe, Joe Burrow probably playing at less than 100%. There's just so many offensive pieces missing in this game that I'm going to take the under more confident in the under that I am the Niners, even at one point, because this is a pretty good coin flip game. I'm really curious to see what the Niners do with their running game with all the injuries there. Is it hasty? Does Wilson play? Does Elijah somehow get healthy enough to play through concussion protocol? There's a lot of questions there. Uh, you mentioned Debo. Um, how do they, how do the Niners do things? They, they if rely Debo on the plays, running. is he the main rusher? He would be he the running be. back. He yeah. would be. Like they like we saw Kittle take snaps out of the running back position last week. Um, right. It's I'm really curious to see what they come up with because Cincinnati's defense can be exploited, but I don't trust Jimmy G to throw all over the place if he has to. So that's where it gets rough. Uh, I trust the Bengals to be able to do things against the Snyder's defense that we saw the uh, the Seahawks exploit last week. Um, I believe Mixon's going to be okay. I think this is more of a we're going to see late season stuff where a lot of guys get days off from practice. Um, so give me the Bengals in this one at home, bouncing back from last week. Give me the Bengals and give me the over in this game. Over. All right. Yeah. So we're going Oppo Taco down. on this one. I like Gotta it. That'll be fun. Gotta I be like fun. it. Probably means you shouldn't bet it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo at Tampa Bay, potentially the game of the week here. Tampa Bay minus three, over under 52 and a half. Buffalo coming off a dreadful performance in the wind on Monday Night Football. 
Yeah, I think if you're Buffalo, you take that performance and you scrap it, man. I mean, that's, you know, it's a weird game. So that's to say the least. Uh, I, I, You're not going to be playing in that type of weather ever again. I mean, just looking at the weather for this game right now, and where is it? It says 79 degrees and overcast. So that's a pretty nice day to play some football. Um, the Buffalo is desperate for a win. They really, really are. But unfortunately in the NFL, it doesn't matter how desperate you are because Tampa Bay needs this win too. They're at home. Brady has been playing subpar. Now he's going up against one of the best secondaries in the NFL. This is going to be some weird type of statement game from him, I think. Give me Tampa Bay and give me the over. And this is the game where people go, oh, God, Tampa Bay is going to repeat, aren't they? Because they're going to play one of the best teams in the AFC and stomp a mud hole in them. Give me Tampa Bay in the over. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. And, you know, if people remember our early shows, we love Buffalo this year. And yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying they're done, but this is a heck of we talked about it on the on the show earlier this week. That Monday night game that coming to this game just on the road just does not bode well. And I hope they schedule. prove us wrong. I hope they do. I hope Buffalo comes in and stomps a mud hole on Tom Brady. I don't see it happening. <laughs> I see Tom Brady doing whatever he wants to do. I see plenty of points. I think Buffalo will score plenty of points too. Yeah, me too. I'm not saying that, but it feels like a 38-31 or something like that. Like it's going to be a fun shootout type game, and Tampa Bay gets the job done. And then, like you said, oh no, Tampa Bay is going to win again. Oh no, they're going to face the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Oh no, Brady Belichick rematch in the Super Bowl. All the narratives are going to start writing themselves right now, and it's right. going to suck tremendously. So enjoy the rest of the season while you can. <laughs> Sunday night football: Chicago at Green Bay. Green Bay minus twelve and a half, over under forty three and a half, and we get Justin Fields back in this one, baby. Yeah, I'm excited to watch Justin Fields. I don't know how much he is going to provide for the Bears. I will take the Bears against the spread, though. I think the spread is too big. It's a cold game. Aaron Rodgers, look, I'm not gonna, I'm not getting lulled into Chicago might win this game straight up because Aaron Rodgers is so hurt, which is what happened to me when I picked against Green Bay uh, when they played the Rams. So I understand it. I recognize my mistake. But once again, these lines are gigantic. They might be a little big. Would I be shocked if the Packers won 30 to 3 or something? No. If Justin Fields goes out and throws four interceptions like we just saw Andy Dalton do, then yeah, they're not going to put up points. They might even go back to Dalton. I just think Fields is better than that, even with this rib injury. So I, I'm I'm pulling for him a little bit, and maybe I, I'm doing this with my heart more than my head or whatever, but at 12 and a half, that's a lot of points, dude. And this is a rivalry game. Usually it goes a little bit better than that. I know it didn't in their first matchup, but I think that Fields has grown a lot since then. So give me Chicago. Um, 43 and a half is too low, though. I'm going to go with the over in this game. I think it plays a little back and forth until, you know, Green Bay wins like, you know, let's say 35-24, something like that. So that's 11, and you hit the over. So give me Chicago in the over. It's an interesting one. Green Bay coming off their bye weeks. So you get hopefully a healthy Aaron Jones back to go with Rodgers and Devontae and all the other fun toys over there in Green Bay. Night game in Lambeau is going to be fun on a Sunday night. Getting fields back is pretty awesome. That helps Chicago out tremendously. It's a big spread. As much as I want to take Green Bay, I'm going to take Chicago just because that back door is going to be open. With a young quarterback, they're not just going to lay down there and let him keep going. Monty can run all over this defense if he wants to. So that's something else to keep in mind. So I'll take Chicago, but I'll definitely take the over. I think there's points in this game. I think there's lots of yeah, points in this too. game. I can't remember what game it was where Fields had his coming out party. Um, it might have been the Steelers game. Yeah. 
It yeah. was on Monday night. Yeah, yeah they got screwed by the refs. Yeah. And I'm and, a Steelers fan. I'll admit that. Yeah, they totally were, got screwed there, by the refs. There were points of plenty. So yeah. give me Chicago and the over in this one as well. I think that back door is going to be open the entire game. Rams at the Arizona Cardinals Monday night football, NFC West. Arizona got Kyler Murray and company back last week, and they did not skip a beat. Rams got back on track. Who you got? I'm going to take the Rams. Uh, and we, we talked about this uh, before. This is desperation. The Rams have been in desperation mode since uh, three weeks ago. They had their bye. They stomped Jacksonville at home. You have to. Now, if you have real Super Bowl aspirations to win this year with Matt Stafford, you need to get home field advantage. And your first step of that is beating the Cardinals on the road. They beat L.A. in L.A. You have to split this series. You have to go in and beat them. So foot on the gas, even if they're up, easy over in this game. More confident than that than I am the Rams taking this one. But give me the Rams uh, plus the two and a half and give me the over. They have to win this game if they want to win the Super Bowl, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about this game. Uh, the Rams got things done last week. They are able to rest some big players to get back on track thanks to the Jags. It's like a second bye week in your schedule. Um, so it's good to see that. But Arizona – They've done it well. They've got guys healthy all year. They've rested guys. They, they were willing to take a loss here and there, and they're still phenomenal. And now they're at home on Monday Night Football, and they're healthy. Give me Arizona. Give me the over. I am really looking forward to this football game. I, I hope it doesn't disappoint. I don't think it'll disappoint. It has the makings of some really good stuff, and it's always fun because McVeigh and um, and Pretty Boy, they're both pretty boys. <laughs> uh, they both like each other a lot. They have like, a good friendship. So those are always kind of fun Kingsbury. games. Yeah, Kingsbury. It's kind of fun games because they, they try to like play chess with each other type deal. So um, it, it's going to be a fun one. Good Monday night. Good Sunday night. We got to, like you said, the ending of the schedule is very strong. It is very yeah, strong. This great. Week. Just get through the morning. Go, you know, walk the dog. Go grocery shopping. Whatever you got to do. Get ready for the <laughs> afternoon and evening. And then yeah, Monday what's the good early game? By the way, like that's what I'm saying. I don't think there is one. So like literally, go run your errands. And, and like make it happen like maybe the baltimore game. cleveland dallas, dallas washington. washington yeah dallas I washington mean, probably that's it dude yeah because the rest you're getting lot. are uh you're getting atlanta carolina new orleans and the jets tennessee and jacksville houston and seattle vegas and the raiders so yeah i guess those are the two early ones so yep, that says a lot right Eesh. there but uh We'll see. We'll see what happens. Make sure you guys check out Line Stars YouTube channel if you'd like to watch the shows here. They have other shows they're starting to come out with and stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of great stuff over there on the Line Star YouTube channel. Uh, you'll truly appreciate it. So subscribe and get notified every time something drops. Um, also, give us a rate and review on iTunes. We'd appreciate that. Hopefully, we have a better week on the over-unders, but we're going to keep crushing the spreads. I know that for a fact, as it's another wacky season of the NFL. But most importantly, we got a showdown show dropping for you on Thursday as well for Thursday Night Football. Bogman will have no bias on that at all, I promise. <laughs> and um, and then we'll have Friday, the usual main slate DFS preview as always. But until next time, check out Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm at BD Entrick, and good luck, everybody. We'll catch you guys later. See ya. Thanks for listening to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by LineStar App. Please like, comment, subscribe, and rate for good karma in your fantasy football games.